The podcast Create Like the Greats, hosted by Ross Simmons, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals just like you. It's a brand new show to the HubSpot Podcast Network, and you'll get an in-depth analysis of some of the greatest creations and creators of all time in each episode. Find insights into what it takes to create things that last, stories that spread, and ideas that move people for decades to come. Here's a great episode to check out first, how Masterclass built a $2.8 billion edtech empire in seven years. If you're like me, you've probably wondered how Masterclass disrupted the edtech industry. And in this episode, you'll hear Masterclass's success story and how they went from being just an idea to having the biggest names on board. Never miss a deep dive conversation on the creative process that went into building amazing companies and brands and listen to Create Like the Greats wherever you get your podcasts. Community, community, community. Community is so important when building a business and adding value to your customers' lives, but so many of us don't know how to get started in building a community with our customer base. And that's why this week, you're gonna hear from our marketing crushes, Pat Flynn and Matt Gartland from Smart Passive Income. You're gonna love it. If you don't already have a community built within your business, they're gonna teach you how. And if you've got one, they're gonna teach you how to take it to the next level. I'm about to start the show. Hello, Hero Makers. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hello, JJ. Hello, Hero Maker. April, um, I think I already know the answer to this question. Ooh, okay. But um, you, you, you like to work out, right? <laughs> I I do. Yeah. You you're correct. Yeah. And you work out sometimes by yourself. Yes. And sometimes with people. Almost always. You are almost with always people. with people. Yes. Right. Because that just kind of is your next level motivation of Absolutely. getting out there and getting it done. Yes, for sure. I mean, I if I'm gonna go for a walk by myself, great. If I can go for a walk with a friend, uh-huh. It's way, way, way better for me. I I just (laughs) love being with the humans and movement for me is just so much more fun. Yeah. When shared with friends. Yeah. Is is it the same way for you? Um, I mean, yeah. In the sense of (laughs) (laughs) if I'm going to exercise at all, uh, I I mean, I used to be... I would still consider myself an athlete, even though you wouldn't see that by looking at me at the moment. You are but, incredible. Um, I've played pickleball with you recently. <laughs> it, I mean, you are such a natural, so gifted. I mean, it's your dancing skills, I think, as well. But these days, like if I'm going to work out at all, at all, yes. like it's got to be with people. That's true for so many things, right? There's so many things is that, you know, obviously there are people who are introverts and things like that. But the reality is for most of us in all aspects of life, life is better when you're doing it with other people. 
right? You know, um, there's even that, what's that uh, ancient proverb that's like, if you're a leader and nobody's following, you're just taking a walk in the woods. You know, like, <laughs> like the idea of like even being a leader, like you need other people to be with you it's in true. that. It's true. Right? There's this idea that w- life is better together, I think is a really powerful phrase. And when it comes to the way that we grow our businesses, I think that we're missing out on a lot of opportunity to build community. The reality is human connection is key. I mean, it's not just key, it's essential. Like we actually need it as part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like not only to have fun, but actually to be more effective, more efficient, get things done. And one of the things that we actually realized when we created the StoryBrand Guide community is that there was a lot of marketers out there who were doing things on their own and we wanted to give them not only the tools with the StoryBrand framework to grow their business, but we wanted to provide a space where they could come together and look other marketers in the eye and say, yes, me too. Yes, me too. Yes, me too. Oh, that's why I joined the program. I was one of those people just sitting at home going, okay, I'm doing social media for people. I'm doing websites for people, but I just feel like I'm throwing marketing spaghetti against the wall, right? I don't I don't know if I'm doing it right. And then became a StoryBrand certified guide at the very first training. And it was like, I found my people, right? I found people who love this framework and want to use it in their business. And we really built the program to give marketers tools, like even templates, emails, lead generators that they can use to grow their own business and kind of surround them with a community. And then as we got into it, we actually realized that the community was probably the most valuable piece about the program. Because what ended up happening is guides began to share their knowledge with each other. They began to share referrals with each other. They began hiring each other and they began taking all of their collective skills and actually using them to help each other grow their business. And that really is when the guide community took off. So really not only is the best marketers in the world, best equipped marketers in the world, but I would argue the best community. (laughs) I agree. I totally agree. It's hard to imagine, JJ, our business without community. I mean, really, it's a core tenant now. Like, we will not lose the guide program because it's such an essential part of people's success. Which is why we had to bring on our next marketing crush. And it's actually not just one, but two. We actually interviewed, and April and I interviewed together, Pat Flynn and Matt Garland, who are both the CEOs of Smart Passive Income. And you've probably heard of Pat Flynn, who is the host of the Smart Passive Income podcast. But we actually had both of them on to interview them. They run this company that really shows people how to monetize their passion or expertise by building community. So today they actually have tips for people who are just wanting to get started in this area, people who are already on the road to building a great community, or if you've got this huge community, they talk about new ways that you can actually bring more value to all of your customers. Pat, you have been in the podcast space for a long time. You have been around for a really long time. When did you start your podcast? Well, I bought my first microphone to start a podcast in December of 08, but uh-huh. I was so scared. It took a year and a half to finally get my first episode up. So July 2010 <laughs> yeah. is when the first episode came up, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is so funny because that feels like 
you know, an entire lifetime ago in podcast world, right? Like you were one of the early adopters of that. And then Matt, when did you join forces with Pat? Formally at the end of 2018, but uh, we've been working together since, oh gosh, 2012, I think was our first project. Yeah. Well, what I think is really special then as still is now is the spirit to building community, but so much has changed with the technology and the capability to actually do that. And, and what we have seen is true, and what really galvanized me towards Patwork, uh, Patchwork and SPI even back in its you know early years, was his ability to bring people together as an audience, uh, even when we couldn't necessarily connect people directly together one to one. And that's sort of the you know the difference between audience and community, which is how story driven and authentic Pat was in the message at large and the audience that he was building around his work. There's always been this underlying current, though, right? You know, as folks that are out there writing books or creating podcasts or, or any of these art forms that. Uh, today that we kind of see and put under the banner of being a creator. But now we can actually bring people together, thanks to the technology improvements and whatnot, into communities where people are getting to meet each other better. So I think that's been one of the, the most exciting things in the shift that I've seen just kind of being on different angles of, of this market is that, you know, all of these different, you know, digital forms that we produce and put out there and bring people together around, we can create more immersive environments, uh, more connective tissue, if you will, for people to meet each other uh, and interact in different ways and support one another. And that's ultimately the mission that Pat and I have uh, together through SPI. I love that because I think something you said right there was actually genius that I haven't really thought about putting it the way you just put it is the idea of the difference between audience and community, right? Like there is a difference between audience community, especially when you're looking to monetize your efforts, like your passions, right? So if somebody is a creator, an influencer, and I don't mean that just in the TikTok realm, but I mean like in the sense of that is bringing some knowledge to the table that you want to actually help people in. So you're a business coach, you're a life coach, you're somebody who's expert in marketing, you're somebody who's an expert in accounting. You have some kind of expertise that then you want to bring to help people in the world. And first you build an audience and then you also ultimately, in order to monetize that well, want to build community. And talk to me about the difference of those and even the importance in building a business out of your passion. Yeah, I mean, I'll go with this. I mean, when I started, it was very much me sharing my story and sharing the tips and strategies along the way. And just hopefully people would follow along. Just having followers or subscribers doesn't mean community. It's building an audience, which is sort of step one. And then creating a relationship with them, building rapport. And very much it becomes, uh, you know, in in order to be a good leader and uh, expert, you have to have a two-way conversation, right? But it's still very, there's just like one street. It's like you talking to me and me talking to you. The magic really happens is when you facilitate those opportunities for people in that audience to connect with each other. And now this is where people can form uh, an identity to your brand because it makes them feel a certain way, not just because of you, but because they're finding a belonging and other people like them. And inherently, that's just what we as humans want. We want to feel like we're heard, that what we're saying isn't like stupid. And as you are starting a business, like I know I had this experience when I was talking about the things I was doing, podcasting. Um, building a blog, all that stuff, like most of the people I was connected with thought I was crazy. But when I found other people who were also crazy like me, we can now come together and support each other, hold each other accountable, uh, have each other's shoulders to cry on and win together. And the cool thing is when you see another person who's going through something that you're also going through, you don't have to know too much about them to know a ton about them right? Because they're talking the same language. It's just like at the ballpark, you know, you're going to be high-fiving and hugging people that you don't even know simply because you're all rooting for the same team, right? 
And so what we can do as leaders is create these spaces. And now, like Matt was saying today, more than ever, it's easier to do this, to facilitate those interactions. And it can get to the point, and we're very grateful to be there now, where simply bringing those people together creates value. Um, in the beginning of building communities, there's still a lot of active work that has to be done. And, and, and we're still active. Building a community is definitely not the most passive thing in the world. But it can reach a tipping point where just simply having the safe space, the rooms to bring people in is of value. And the filtering of those people to make sure it's the right people together can create a lifetime of value for those people. And, and that's what brings me so much joy now because we also have courses and other things that help people on a DIY basis, but, but, but that's a very lonely experience to try something new that you've never done before. But imagine doing the new thing with other people who are also doing the new thing who can now bring more value than even we as the creators of these courses can bring. It's just such a fun experience to see these interactions that you can't really plan for, but we create the space for. I'm curious for those who are listening right now, our listeners, we call them hero makers uh, because of our story brand framework. And so for our hero maker that's sitting there thinking right now, okay, I currently maybe have a small community or I, I want to build more community here in 2023. What are some of the things that you know are standing in their way right now? That What are their challenges? What are their struggles? What are the things that, that you know our hero makers are facing right now in this moment? The first thing I would say is that because most of the hero makers are probably going to be very successful creators, writers, podcasters, whatever, there's going to be this sort of natural, maybe even unconscious thought or reaction to just creating more. I want to create more content that's exclusive, that's premium, that's abundant. And that's going to be the value statement or proposition for the community. And respectfully, that's wrong. Uh, because what we have learned is that people don't just want more, right? There's enough out there that's free. Uh, there's so much more compared to, again, like 20, uh, 2012 or 2015. It's the complete opposite. When we think about community, especially if it is a membership community, if there is some sort of mechanism, whether it's a paywall or an application or something else on the front end that you know someone has to get through that to get on the inside, and therefore it's a more kind of you know special sacred experience, they they want to get through whatever that is in, into that sacred space for you and the other people. It's about connection. It's about networking. It's about you know shared experiences and engagement um, mechanics. It's not more content. So that'd be the first thing to kind of just almost like rewire your brain about when you start thinking about community building. The, in the incentive structures are very different. I can hear um, uh, our hero maker taking a big sigh of yes, relief. Yes, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a huge relief because, I mean, you do have to have content for sure. But that I think that's one of the most overwhelming things for people who are trying to launch a podcast, who are trying to be on social media, who are creating digital courses, blogs, everything. It's like... I have to create more, 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 more. And to hear that, even for me, is thank you. <laughs> say thank you. <laughs> That's wonderful. Pat, you were about to launch in as well. What, what do you want to piggyback on? Yeah, I want to piggyback on, I remember when it was time to step forward and, you know, build a community uh, versus what I was doing before, which was, quote unquote, hiding behind my keyboard. It's a scary thing to put yourself out there and begin to like, you know, talk to real people. Um, many people who are introverts like myself might feel a little intimidated uh, by that. And I'm just here to say, I have not removed that nervousness of, of talking to people. 
But I've realized that there's so many benefits that come when you directly interact with people in your community, whether they're subscribers, followers, or clients and, and students that you already have. Most of all, it's true empathy that you can understand with relation to what they're going through. And that can only do nothing but help you help them even more. And I mean, we, st we talk about stories all the time. And obviously with StoryBrand, um, th there's no better way to, to, to understand the trials and tribulations that a person's going through than to literally hear it come from their own voice and feel the intonation and the emotion that comes with that, such that when you relay that story on your show or in your brand or to other customers or subscribers, it feels real now. And you can have that real connection because of that true empathy. And the beauty is when you build your community, um, you start to see these stories come about without you even having to, you know, prompt for them. They, they come out automatically and then you can highlight them, not only help them, but highlight them. And one thing we love to do that actually helps build our community even stronger and, and grow it in terms of numbers is to actually put a spotlight, not on us, but on the community members themselves and the struggles that they're going through and the hero journey that they are on. I mean, this is directly coming out of uh, story brand, right? And, and and then the other part about this is feeling like, well, I don't I don't have a large community. I, I don't have that many people. Can I even provide value with a small group of people? In fact, it is more valuable the smaller it is because the deeper and more direct interactions and connections that you can make. And that is your advantage starting out small, in fact, is that you can pay attention to a higher percentage of the people in there, give them the experience that uh, allows them to feel like they belong and to help them understand that you are listening to them and can provide to them and that there is a safe space such that eventually those people on the inside will want to invite people in and grow the community from the inside. And, and you know, it's, it's amazing what happens when you create that sort of feel where then people on the inside feel comfortable enough to invite their friends and their colleagues in as well. And now the brand can grow from the inside instead of you having to worry so much about all the external things that could grow an audience. It's so much easier to grow from the inside because of the experience you're offering them. At the end of every year, I like to pause and just reflect on the year and think about all the different areas of my life that went great and areas in my life that I'd like to change and actually make better. Like maybe there were areas that I kind of wasted time on or spent too much time kind of working on something that didn't really move my business forward. And I bet you feel the same way because no matter what 2022 was like for you, I'm sure that preserving your time and energy and resources is something that has become even more and more important for you. Well, HubSpot really helps you do all of that. HubSpot is an all-in-one CRM platform that helps you and your team do your best work. That's because it's a powerfully connected system that doesn't leave you with the time-sucking management and mind-boggling costs of multiple solutions. HubSpot is easy for your entire team to use so that you can spend more time providing value where it matters most, to your customers. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better and get a special offer of 20% off all eligible plans at hubspot.com MMS. And now back to the show. For somebody who, let's just say for somebody who is just starting out and wants to find their community, like they haven't actually built the audience yet. So they ultimately want to build the audience to build the community. What are a couple things that you would tell people how to start building an audience? I mean, number one, you need to show up somewhere and start telling your story. And just simply by telling your story and the lessons and learnings in and around that, as I often say, your vibe is going to attract your tribe. And you're not going to know on day one 
But if you're consistently creating somewhere on a platform, I mean, maybe you are more of a, a video person. So, okay, YouTube is the thing. Or maybe you love to storytell and you have a lot of things to share. So podcasting is it because you don't want to put your face on camera. Or maybe you're a writer and you want to write a blog. And that's cool too. Wherever it might be, you start to get those reps in and you start to understand not, not only are you just making those skills more refined over time, um, therefore, even if there was zero audience members, it's still worth doing. But you will eventually begin to attract and find the right communities to pop into to attract people to see and discover where those alignments are between, you know, the Venn diagram between your passions and what you have to offer and the needs and problems and communities that already exist that are out there. And so you need to create something and show up. And the cool thing is that I always try to make it easy, right? And I want to, I want people listening to this to go, well, how many people do I need? How like, here's what I always tell people: get to the point where you can find one person, literally just one single person who has one problem that you can give one result to. The exercise of just doing that helps you a find those people. Where do those people exist? And it helps you understand how to get into those communities and understand what's going on in there and how to join the conversation. Number two, it helps you find that single person and how to connect with those right people. And number three, it helps you get to the point where you can understand, well, what it, what might it take to serve these people? What kinds of content will they want? Sure, but what also are they hoping to achieve? What are their dreams? What are their fears? All the ins and outs of that. And the beautiful thing is when you help that one person get a result. I mean, there's so many things that can come from that. Number one, it feels great to help a person get a result. Number two, you now have a testimonial, a proven person who, who can, that story becomes now the story you tell that brings and attracts new people in. But number three, it really just unlocks that confidence that you have. Because a lot of people, when they launch something, they're like, well, I don't know if this is gonna work. I don't know if this can do this. You're gonna, you're gonna crush that objection. And finally, you're now gonna feel an obligation, almost a responsibility to go out and find other people like them. And now when you find another person who's out there who has those same problems, you'll now know, oh, I helped John already. And he was going through the same things. I can use that to help support Carrie now who's going through that same thing as well. And then two people become four and those four people become eight and those eight people become 16. Like, let's just put ourselves out there. Love that that starting point is permission for our hero maker listening to do the same. And so I guess my next step question would be, do you have a specific example or story of a group that you've recently seen or coached or or has done this really well. Can I um, tell you about a woman in our community? Her name is Maria. Um, I want to tell you about her because we had a challenge inside of SPI Pro. This is an example of, of one thing that your hero makers can do for your own communities. Um, challenges are great. You can say, hey, at this time during this week or this particular day or date uh, or date range, we're going to all together do this and just Let's see what happens. And in many cases, you you can just set that time period and people will do things and you can offer up the resources or bring in an expert to talk about how to do that thing before the thing happens. Um, in this case, we challenged everybody in SPI Pro to do a 60 second promo video about their business. No edits, no cuts, one take only, which is a little challenging, especially for people who are a little camera shy. Well, Maria did a amazing pitch. And we had a little contest around this where voting happened and whatnot, which was a little bit complicated to set up and not even really necessary, but she did win. And then I invited her on the Smart Passive Income podcast to share her hero story and talk about how she developed this pitch. And we played the pitch and 
what this has since done for her is she has since grown her podcast like by two or three X called Bloom and Grow Radio because she's been able to refine her message. This challenge is, that was the purpose of it, to refine your message in a way that's easily consumable. And then she's since come on to uh, publish a, a traditionally published book as well. And so again, we feel like we've played a little bit of a part in that. Obviously, she's an action taker, much like many of our community members are. But Maria coming from not really having a refined pitch of what she's doing to then being challenged to do so, uh, meeting that challenge and then taking that to the next level with her book and her podcast growth is, is just like one of those examples, right? So a challenge can be a great thing to do that doesn't require, you know, a ton of extra content. It just requires a little bit of planning and thought. And because you have this amazing community there, just by activating those members and saying, hey, at this time, this is going to happen. Essentially, the community starts to feed itself. Mm-hmm. The, the, the energy in the room, if you will, starts to kind of grow and grow, not because of you, but because of everybody who you've brought together. So that could be a fun thing to, to experiment with for, for your own communities. I love that. And, you know, Matt, uh, the reason we brought you guys on and wanted you guys to talk to our hero makers is that you guys teach people how to build communities and ultimately monetize their passions and expertise. So share with us a little bit about kind of this new project that you're working on that really takes all of these things that you've learned and put it into kind of a practical way to help other people grow their passions into a business. Yeah, it's it's a phenomenal new project. We're excited to experiment as we always do. And as Pat said, uh, I think earlier on, like lead by example. What we're talking about here is what we're calling the SPI All Access Pass. And the, the beauty of this of this model is that it is a hybrid of premium education, so very valuable curriculum with community deliberately embedded and integrated into it. So thanks to now newer technologies, what we have done is take all of our courses. We have 17 courses, our flagship courses and our kind of smaller workshops. We put them all together on a, on a new platform and we have built what we call pathways. We're facilitating higher completion rates you know, on our curriculum. We're motivating more people to actually take action and follow through on what they're learning and put it into practice and share the results of what they're doing. And then we're able to be that guide with them not only through this one course, but their entire entrepreneurial like pursuit. And we're going to be with them on their journey all the way through. Where can people find that? Uh, smartpassiveincome.com slash all access is, is where you can go to that. And again, to Matt's point, like just getting access to all of our courses is a value, but that would actually be counter. That would actually be more overwhelming. We all know that if you're going to go to the gym, going by yourself and getting motivated to go every single day is very difficult. But when you have a friend or a group of people to go with and you're also having fun and learning from each other, it's so much easier to do so. And now you have people who can root for you and and you can root for them. We're just really excited to hopefully lead the charge on this, be the example and and, and hopefully encourage other course creators online to, um, you know, incorporate um, community as a value add, not just a bolt on. So good. And I I love this conversation because I really do think that you guys have given amazing tips and live this out as an amazing example of how people can kind of build a business based on their passion and serving other people. So thank you so much for being here. This has been so fun. Matt 
and Pat, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You guys are absolute geniuses when it comes to building community. (laughs) And Hero Maker, if you are looking to build community for your business, go to smartpassiveincome.com and check out what Pat and Matt are doing to help entrepreneurs and businesses just like yours grow strong community and add more value to the lives of their customers. Well, Hero Maker, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. What we want you to do for today's actionable step is think about what type of cohort or community you want to start building. Start small. Think about five, maybe 10 people that you can send an email to to invite to be a part of some kind of event, book club, something that you can build that will add value to their lives. So think about who are five to 10 people that you can email right now and who can you invite into a small community. With that email, I want you to be really specific about what people are stepping into. What time do they need to show up? What does the commitment look like? What types of things are going to be discussed? and create it. You have permission to create a small community. When you create this small community, when you invite these five to 10 customers or friends into this group, you want to look for people who have common goals, common objectives, common values that you can use to then build content around. Whether that is you sharing information or each person in the group sharing information, you want them to be able to come to together and talk about common values, common things that they're thinking about, common stages of life. Build a community that you can grow. Start small, invite five people into it, be really specific about what you're asking people to be a part of and see the kind of value that that brings and then be able to dream about how you can go further and really reach maybe all of your audience and invite more people into this community. But don't be overwhelmed by it all. It can feel really overwhelming to launch a new community. Start with five people. That's the actionable step I want you to take. Who are the five to 10 people that you can invite today to be a part of a community? I promise you, it's not only going to add so much value to their lives, but it's going to add value to yours. All of this is always about providing more value to your customers, to your community, solving more problems and making them the hero of the story. And that's why we call you Hero Maker. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. Hey, you cannot stop me. You cannot stop me. Go.